just became a raven. Your art matters. It's what got me here. Hello and welcome to the Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill. And I'm Dom and I've seen 96 episodes of One Tree Hill. And tonight's episode for debate is season five, episode eight. Please, please, please let me get what I want. I'm Drew Barrymore, and you're listening to The Ravens Podcast with Simon and Dom. So hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast, where it is always 10.30 at night, so it's time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard, move on upstairs and settle in, as tonight's episode for debate is Season 5, Episode 8. Please, 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 let me get what I want, Dom. We are here, finally. Finally, you sly motherfucker. <laughs> How are you, my friend? I am very well. I'm glad to be back. I feel like we've had a podcasting holiday. We didn't go away together. Maybe we should have done. Maybe we should have done. Because actually, in the whole time that we haven't been podcasting, we've like barely talked to each other. <laughs> we just got to that point where it's like, we need a four-week break. <laughs> We need a four-week break. Even the pigeons are, like, off pigeon time now. They, they're, they're lost. They're walking into shit. They don't know what to listen to when they go for their strolls and stuff. They are confused as fuck. But we're back. We're ready to go. And when they eventually hear this, it will still be another week for them. So. It's going to be ages until they hear this. Them so stray, long. diseased pigeons out there. Walking around in urine in the gutter. Nice. That's uh But but how are you, my friend? I'm good. I've missed you. It's lovely to to see your face. We had a nice we've been chatting for about an hour before the podcast started just to just to catch up. So just that was nice. Kind of debrief um, on our our, se- our our trial separation. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> what's funny is we normally voice note and talk like every day. And then, yeah, we had like a month of there's no podcasting. We had a lot of stuff going on in our respective lives, international travel, et cetera, et cetera. Indeed. But it's great to be back. But it's not just us that has returned. No. No, no. Oh, no. No. no, because we're back with a raven. Dare I say a what, Dom? A legend? Dare I say a what, Dom? I want to say a motherfucking gangster right now. <laughs> say it. A motherfucking gangster right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're back with the one, the only, Taylor. Taylor, you're back. Thank Hello. you. We appreciate you. How's it going? I appreciate you guys. I'm doing fine. Motherfucking gangster. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. And I, I just noticed Dom's got the Mighty 90s hoodie on right now. We've got to plug it. If people aren't aware, we've got some of the dopest hoodies in our merch store now. I got rid of all the back catalogue. You can only get... There's only like five designs in there. But we're talking... We've got Stranger Things hoodies me and Dom dressed up as Ghostbusters in animated form. We've got our new podcast artwork hoodie. Bam, that's right there. Got 
uh, Dawson's Creek hoodie. We've got Boy Meets World hoodies. This is a custom artwork. Check it out in the show notes. Super dope hoodies. Yeah, down below. Taylor, you're back. I am. Yes, Tom. You guys are I was, back. I was going to say, I need to get the the new hoodies. I I, I, don't, I was wait. Do you remember I said it was just too hot? Even thinking about buying a hoodie just seems ridiculous. I, I, it's now the right time. It's now the time. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get one of each of, of our hoodies. So there you go. And if Hell I'm getting yeah. them, everyone else should too. Hell yeah! <laughs> Basically, an advertising expense. You could probably write it off. I mean, there you go. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure about UK law, but sorry for all the accountants out there that know the actual rules. But I think that it might be an advertising expense for you. Well, luckily, we don't have the option to expense anything, but maybe we will from now on. <laughs> I, to be real, though, I actually think through our is Teespring is like our provider, our merch provider. We can, as the owners, we can order them as samples and you get them like, at, I mean, we sell them at like cost rate anyway, but I think you get it even less than, than that. So if don't buy them through the website, Dom, uh, let me know and I'll do it as a sample okay i want two i want one with us on it and one with the ravens on it hell yeah i'm on it don't worry don't worry Uh, um taylor you're you're here at raven you know hall of fame level but there are a couple people that have joined the ranks so will you help us in inducting a couple ravens into their respective level of commitment to our podcast sure why not well the first one well i don't know how 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 do you want taylor to help how can you help taylor what can you bring to this i can make tweeting noises in the background can you sort of be like don would be like hyping doing his bit and you kind (laughs) of be the hype man behind him a lot of like yeah yeah. yeah, like that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, okay. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Coming in at junior motherfucking varsity. We appreciate you, but it is the lowest tier. <laughs> Erica. JV. Listen out for JV. Can I get a JV? JV. Perfect. My, my, my hype person is doing <laughs> the deed there. Doing the deed. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Yeah. Because we've got, who have we got? We've got. Erica, Erica. That's all I want. Just, just the repeat of what I say is perfect. <laughs> but Erica, Erica's out there, and she's like, "I'm lost. I'm lost. You know why I'm lost? Because I'm a pigeon." But no, she made the sensible decision, and that sensible decision was what upgrade to what junior varsity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, you did an amazing job at this. You're so good, <laughs> Erica. You just became a raven. Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go, Erica. Yes, Erica, go, welcome. Erica. Welcome, Erica. But Erica doesn't walk alone. <gasps> there are others. There are more. I'm talking I'm about someone that I, I'm talking about someone that came in at varsity. No need for the Bush League. I'm stepping into the big time. She Lucas Scotted it, you know, straight into the Whitey Durham Fieldhouse. The fluorescent Damn. lights are above. 
it's time to play some Ravens basketball. I'm talking about Gabby. Fucking Gabby. Gabby is out there hitting nothing but net every time. time. (laughs) Gabby, you just became a Raven. Let's fucking go. But the best, but the interesting thing about Gabby is she already left. Oh. (laughs) It's because you took a month off. I think she she must have thought there was sweat towels coming that we never oh, came through with. <laughs> she, she was in it for the watch-alongs. It didn't happen. <laughs> but Gabby, if you ever want to come back, we'd love you to. Um, Gabby, uh, me and Taylor will even do your intro again. If you, <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, then we have two people that went to the other level, like. Hall of Fame, yeah, cemented. You're good for life. That's your tenure, right? But there are also some ultimate ravens. I'm talking, let's get a statue made out of marble in this bitch outside the front. I'm talking to, you know them statues and they've got like the little weird penises on, you know, them like, they're like Italian statues yeah. in Italy a lot, aren't they? Michelangelo? Is that one? Right. There yeah. we go. That's, yeah. Dom, you know about history. It's not Michelangelo's David. Wasn't it not called David? The, oh. Is that the such you mean? Michael <laughs> Michelangelo's David? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really Please. wish people could see exactly what you did. <laughs> You're going to have to put that out. That is amazing. <laughs> just that clip. It was just fantastic. <laughs> I think the statue is called Michelangelo. Michelangelo made it and it's called David. Oh, it's called David. Not his right. penis is called David. <laughs> right. Well, history. <laughs> we need we need a couple of, you know, statues out here for a couple of guys. I'm talking I've got there's two guys here that are just raven gods. At the ultimate Raven level. Uh... I'm talking about Chuck and I'm talking about Harrison. Oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Need I say more? These guys are at the fucking peak. They know their shit. They know what they're doing. They want to put me under pressure and make me watch more TV when my life is getting busier. But I fucking love it. I want more of it. They want more of it. They're throwing it in my face. They're game changers. really sounds like innuendos here. They want more. I want more. They're putting it in my face. I love it. Penises are called David. Let's fucking move on. Call me Colonel now. Call me Colonel. Oh, David and David. <laughs> Chuck Harrison, you just became better Ravens. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Can we have Taylor on every week just doing that? <laughs> just to hype you up. Just to hype, just to hype up all of this nonsense. <laughs> Excellent. So good. Well, Taylor, I'd like your opinion on this. Uh, Dom 
doesn't even know this yet. I'm about to tell him, but I would like you to very much be on my side of the conversation, Taylor. I need you to switch allegiances now. I need you to hype up what I'm going to be saying. Okay. (laughs) So I I promise that whatever I say, you're with me, yes? Yes. Oh, dangerous, Taylor. I know, I know, I know. It's okay. Well... Word has it on Instagram, just been announced. Dom, it's time for you to come over and get in the car because we're going on another road trip. Fucking right, we are going on a road trip. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I want you to bring me them, you know, pathetic cans of Coke, you know, the skinny ones instead of the the proper, yeah. That's all you, you know. can get. That's what you can, can get now. <laughs> <laughs> David. <laughs> there, them cans of Coke are the size of David on the statue, I'm telling you. <laughs> pointless. Because a whale is landing in the UK. Ooh. Oh, fuck. A whale is landing in November in the UK. In Liverpool. We're going to fucking Liverpool, dog. Yeah, you are. You for sure are. You have <laughs> you know? there's no excuses. You are going no matter what. I will oh come God. there personally. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but it's not just a whale, it's the white whale. It's oh, Moby fucking no. dick. Oh my god, who is it? It's Chad. Michael Money. <laughs> yeah. Comic Con, Liverpool, November. We gotta make it happen, Dom, and we gotta get an interview. Come on. Okay, if we're going though, we're staying. Can we stay? Overnight. Yeah. An overnight. How, it's how a long way. I mean, it's long, like by UK standards, but it's not long by US or Canadian standards. Well, it's like, was it like five hours? Oh, I did that last weekend. Come on. Well, that's one way. So that'd be 10 hours in a day. Yeah. With with some Chad in the middle. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'd I'd recommend staying the night. Like five hours is just on the cusp. Any longer, like it's a lot of driving, but you could totally do it. I reckon, okay, I reckon we, we can stay the night. We can have a little night. That'd be nice. Should we go Pizza Express? <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure, let's go to the cheapest place we could go possible. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> That's in my head because I saw some highlights of that famous, horrible Prince Andrew interview. Oh, you know, and it's like, what was that? The Pizza Express in Woking. Oh, and like, God. That's very precise. Why do you remember that? And it's like, well, it's not every day I'm at the Pizza Express in Woking. Yeah, and then he horrible. goes on to say about how he physically can't sweat. Is that the bad one, Andrew? Is that the bad one? Very very bad. He's the bad one. The worst, you could say. Yeah, awful. Terrible. (laughs) He literally paid that woman off, right? Yeah. And then he didn't he have sorry, this is going off track. He had all these like royal duties and whatever stripped from him, and then it's just been reinstated, isn't it? Yeah, they're coming back. He's getting them back. He just uh, he just uh, inherited like Twenty well, odd million or something like that. Oh Jesus! Oh, oh my of course. goodness, that's wild. 
Yeah. 20 million to be a not a good person. To be a sex offender. Not bad. I really think that they should have just skipped Charles and went right to William and Kate. I mean, not, I don't, I I don't really have an opinion on them. I mean, I'm Canadian that that we're under the rule or whatever it's called, but (laughs) (laughs) you're under our rule. Forget the royal family. Apologize if I. You're under the colonel's, the colonel's rule. Let's keep it straight around here. Raven rules. So much more. Like if they, if the monarchy wanted to stay relevant, I think that they would realize that William and Kate would be much more relevant than Charles. For real, but to be to be real, the I mean, the talk about relevance and. They have like over five billion people watch the funeral. It's like sixty percent of the world's population watched that, the yeah, Queen's funeral. Or two days ago. Yeah, it's crazy. I didn't even realize how many people crazy. had TV. <laughs> yeah, but that's crazy. Five yeah. billion people watch that funeral. Mad. That's that's wild. I yeah. didn't, but that's wild. <laughs> You're in the minority. I am. Of the planet. I am in the minority. Shit, I didn't realize did, that. Did you watch it, Dom? I saw quite a bit of it, but I also worked on Monday, so I missed like some of the major bits. I just carried on working. But that's so Dom. <laughs> I saw most of it, but I was working. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually well, that's exactly what I do when I watch anything else. To be fair, isn't it? I know. <laughs> you watch. You watch everything when you're doing other things. That was your. <laughs> I can't remember. I think it was in like season one when maybe sign or somebody asked you like, "How do you do it?" and you're just like, "I just watch it all the time. Like it's on in the background always. Always have and it on. Like, yeah, and keep keep going. Kudos. <laughs> that should be that's Dom's mantra: never not watching. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag never not Hashtag watching. Never not watching. <laughs> Can we get that on get a that on a sample sweatshirt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. I, I have pretty strong opinions. About the monarchy, I decided. I took some time to think about them. Oh, and they're good. pretty strong. So um, I won't go into it because okay. it probably I think it's pretty div- divisive, isn't it? Like people are very like split one way or the, the other. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're both. Yeah. Luckily, we're both on the same side of that coin. Because yeah, I'll say it. Get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Prince Charles inherited two hundred million pounds from the Queen dying. Oh my. God. God, and he doesn't have to pay inheritance tax. What? Inherit- I have to pay. But I have to pay stamp duty. What? He doesn't have to pay inheritance. Doesn't tax. have to pay inheritance tax. So That's inheritance tax good. over here is forty percent over. I think it's two hundred thirty-five thousand pounds, which means that Prince Charles would have to pay. And I calculated it myself because this wasn't available. Um, like seventy-nine point eight million pounds to to the tax oh man, but he pays nothing. Nothing. Uh, as a joke if i inherit fucking anything i have to pay simon's the same anyone any normal human being is exactly the same but he doesn't he gets 200 million in his pocket to do what he likes oh my god for no reason for no real reason what what, you know crazy anyway Um, okay but one more point i think it's really funny that so our money on the 20 dollar bill is the queen's face and there's like not official talk of like putting somebody else on it, but I saw a thing today on Instagram where it was like putting all the people of, um, oh, frick, what are their names? Like Bubbles and, uh, oh God, the super Canadian show that I just can't remember the name of right now. 
I'll find out and I'll let you know. I'll send it to you guys because it's really funny. Uh, I, I saw that it, it, on, in Australia they wanted uh, to replace the Queen with Steve Irwin, didn't they? On one of the notes. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> my my thing with it is just that, um, and we've been we've been over this because of the whole um, BEM medal thing that I got that I didn't take. Um, is that the like you can slice it however you want, but the the queen was a colonizer and the family uh, live off of the profit of pillaging nations around the world that still are in those states of not having the wealth that they should have because we've still got most of the shit that we stole from them in museums and whatever mm-hmm. and there and there's no acknowledgement of even an apology about slavery like william went over there to the caribbean uh was it maybe a few years ago maybe it was during maybe it was after the pandemic i'm not sure and they wouldn't even ignore you know acknowledge it he said it was like a terrible thing but not no apology for the part that um you know the uk and the royal family had to do had with it and and reparations like they've got so much money and there needs to be reparations made like you know when slavery ended reparations were made to the slave owners mm-hmm. not to the slave like there's there's just all this backwardness and like it's sad that the queen died because it's sad when anybody dies and yeah. i know she did a lot of things for charity etc 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 but she also had 70 years to do something positive about the effect that it had around the world and she didn't and none of them ever will so until they do fuck them like why 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 is my son not born as as the next king like why is it that that bloodline just has it like it's fucking bullshit and archaic and i i get that people are into it because it's like a fairy tale for like you know kings and queens and princesses and whatever and i get that but that's good in fiction and in (laughs) books like it's 2022 yeah what the fuck (laughs) sorry that's probably really divisive for people but that is just my opinion and i know yes it's easy to say here because i know that dom is me and dom feel the the same on these kind of things um but yeah how do you feel about it, Taylor? Like, what's how's the Queen scene in Canada or the royal family um, scene in Canada? I mean, I I'm probably not the best person to ask. I don't watch the news. I don't pay attention to politics very much. Um, me personally, like, yeah, like when the news came onto my phone, I was like, oh fuck, the Queen died, <laughs> shit. And then I was like, well, back to work. <laughs> like, <laughs> it wasn't, it, I mean, I'm sure it affected like people who have like old school views more um but for like my generation personally i don't think that um we really cared but like also this is the picture so this is trailer park boys Uh. (laughs) and so that's what they want to do to well not actually but i thought that was pretty funny but um so i i don't know it's they're we're kind of making a joke about it but it's kind of also like unfortunate but yeah i don't know I think for a lot of people here, a lot of people are upset because it's almost in a weird way nostalgic because yeah. we've always had the Queen there and she's been 
the, uh, the matriarch like of our white. country. Right. Well, she's been like the matriarchal figure for our country for 70 years. Yeah. So people have just grown. It's like the grandmother of our country died. Yeah. But at the same time, grandma could have done some things. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't. But it's sad that she went. It's sad that she died. It's also sad that they buried like a, a crown with her that was worth like three billion pounds or something. Did you see that? I thought she three I bi- read that she was only buried with. Her ring, her her wedding ring, pearls, and one other. Well, I think thing. there was that the crown was on top of oh, the, the um, one. coffin, and they were saying that that was going to be buried or part of whatever, and it's worth between three and five billion pounds. It's like why don't you just give that to one of the countries you ruined? Letter, <laughs> right? Yeah, and. Uh, like, but also things like the, on the bank holiday, this is all going off in our Discord, you know, like people's cancer treatments were cancelled yeah. or postponed because of the bank holiday. And it's like, well... Crazy. Just crazy. Yeah. Absolutely freaking crazy. Let's transition as out. crazy as Nanny Carey. Excellent. <laughs> That's what I was looking for. That, that transition. That was smooth. <laughs> That was smooth. Well, we got to talk about this because this is an episode. Taylor, you chose this episode. I did. Um, to, to tell us why this one. I don't know. I picked a bunch of random numbers and I said, sure, eight's a great number. <laughs> <laughs> because season five for me, like there's not much that I enjoy about season five. So it's all hearsay for me. Okay. It's all a bit yeah. much well, of a muchness. <laughs> what, Dom, do you have your questions? I do. I have them ready. I have my answers ready as well. Shall we? Okay, <laughs> let's do it. So I'll go through the questions. I'll then go through my answers, and then you guys can do your answers. That, that okay. sounds like fun, doesn't it? Because, you know, you might get some inspiration. I don't know. So <laughs> the question number one, if you had to start a band with any of the main characters, who would it be? Maximum two. So... Uh, I always pick my answers based on the episode that we've just watched and that we're podcasting, but you guys don't have to do that. So um, I picked Lindsay. I'm going to start a band with Lindsay because, you know, why not? I don't think she's had a turn yet. Uh, What would your band name be? And I picked, uh, I chose Blinded by Diamonds would be our band name, which I thought was was a good one. And if Peyton uh, was to be your manager and organising your rider, what one thing would you demand at each gig? And I put two scoops of ice cream. Just two scoops, no more. That's yep. exactly what. So yeah, they were mine. So like we'll that. go. We'll go Simon first. Okay, if you, had, you. Ha- had to be in a band, <laughs> give you a bit more time. Give more time. I could sense, could sense it. Uh, if you had to be in a band with anyone, who are you going to be in a band with? I'm going to go with uh, Rick with the toupee. Nice. <laughs> nice. And what's the name of Mouse Friend? Is it Daryl? Jerry. Just... Jerry. <laughs> Who the hell like, is Daryl? Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> what's the name of his dead friend? Um... <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go Rick, Rick and Jerry. And I'm going to call the band Chlamydia. Wow. (laughs) And um, 
on the rider you're gonna have some antibiotics nice nice oh your, my God. your first single could be called got this from you <laughs> <laughs> and burns when i pee <laughs> i don't know if that's a symptom of chlamydia i'm just making this up but oh wait isn't chlamydia symptomless that's like the 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 thing about it right I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I only know that because, you know, in Peep Show. Yeah. Have you ever watched Peep Show, Dom? No. Oh, you'd love it. Taylor, have you ever heard of Peep Show? Only Peep Show I know of is like naked girls at a bar. Oh, gosh. Not that. It's a, okay. it's, a Brit- it's like a British comedy. Oh, but no. every Every angle of the show is from somebody's perspective from their eye perspective that's why it's called peep show because you're looking from anyway there's a bit in there where it's very dry british comedy where uh one of the characters gets told that they've got chlamydia and he's like oh no what does it mean what are the symptoms and the woman's like there are no symptoms it's symptomless and he's like oh well nobody minds if the invisible man comes to dinner and just like carries on about his business (laughs) oh Oh my gosh, that's so grim. Bad. <laughs> so grim. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, Latata, what are your answers? Oh, uh, okay. Well, I'm going to take a little bit of inspiration from Simon's band. So I'm going to start a band with Mouth. Ooh. And our our band name is going to be called Alice's Doormat. <laughs> and on our rider, Simon, you will understand this. Dom, you won't understand this, but on the rider would be Red vines and lube. <laughs> you are correct. I do not understand this. <laughs> I don't even know, know if I am. Right? No, I don't think I do. Oh, okay. Well, it's from a it's from a later episode. Okay, oh. I was gonna say because I really like red vines. I don't know if you'd seen that on my Instagram or something because I've had no. red vine content. <laughs> Apparently, you like, really like red vines, right? Really like red vines. I get that big tub from Costco. I keep my color stock <laughs> of, of lube. <laughs> big tub of lube. Do you mean mix them together? Season, I think it's season eight. Oh, uh, every. Everyone's half asleep in season eight. Who knows what's going? If I if Dom's preview of season eight is red vines and lube, yeah. I'm all in. <laughs> I can't wait. Let's skip six and seven. <laughs> Please, let's do. Actually, no, not seven. We can skip six, but I like seven. <laughs> oh boy! Oh, wow. that was good. Good game. Good Thank questions, goodness. Dom. Thanks, well, man. Taylor, who do you where who do you want to talk about? Um, I actually would like to talk about um, Nanny Carey. The lip biting hussy. Yeah. Whore. What a whore. What a what a fucking whore. She's a fucking whore. <laughs> Are you Irish? Oh I'm a bit of everything. <laughs> Oh, had too much red vines and lube again. <laughs> I've had so much. Got <laughs> a stuffed full. Tub of red um, vines and a gallon of lube. <laughs> and I'll bring the rubber gloves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For the chlamydia? <laughs> Is that how you stop it? Just get more, get more red vines up there. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> Dave. 
<laughs> I just um, imagine the red vines hanging out like you've got a red vine oh, tail. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, Nanny Carrie. <laughs> um, okay, so she she has um gotten herself into quite the pickle. Um I think it's very slimy of her to um go to Brooke's store and have Millicent be like, oh, for whatever special, I can't remember what she says. Oh, and I just watched it like 45 minutes ago. Um, she said she wants to, she wants to impress a guy. Yeah. Something oh, to just impress to, a guy. yeah, impress a guy. And I'm like, that bitch, like Nathan is taken. Obviously it's for Nathan, like you. And then when Haley calls and she's like, oh, I'm wondering if you can get dinner ready. And then she hangs up and she's like, dinner's ready. I'm like, you, I can't believe this woman. Oh. And this is also the episode that Jamie calls her mom. Mm-hmm. Look, a work of art. Or look, mama, or something. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, look, mama. Yeah. But, I mean, we've been saying for, you know, the last few episodes, I mean, let's take the pressure off of Jamie. It's not his fault. Oh, not at all. That he sees Nanny Kerry mm-hmm. as his mother because his mother is non-existent. Pizza, yeah. <laughs> true yeah we've all been that that in, but I, I did that i've done that in primary school i'm pretty sure maybe even once in secondary school <laughs> oh boy <laughs> but yeah that's um i think the thing with nanny kerry is it's a bit soap opery isn't it like you know it goes to her and she's lip biting into the camera and dun 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 and then yeah. sort of moves on and yeah just like that dom but when she kisses him and you know oh you've got paint on your on your eyelids like even when she's let me rub it off right even when she's doing that it's such like soft touches you know it's very not um... gonna get paint off (laughs) especially if it's been on there for hours like it would be dry on his face and then nathan's face afterwards oh my gosh like deer and head like oh yeah well, Dom, what do you feel like Nathan is at fault here as well? Because he could have easily just been like, "Hey, get off me! What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, uh, get uh. out of my house!" He's allowed it to happen, and then, and it's so obvious. Like, Dom, even if you said I had paint on my eyelids, I'm not closing my eyeballs <laughs> while you brush it off i know you're gonna try and kiss me it's so obvious <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna happen i She's... look down you got a fist for the red vines and <laughs> you have a fist for the lube <laughs> i look down and my trousers are gone I'm like, how did you do it hello david <laughs> disgusting <laughs> why does it look like that <laughs> why is it purple <laughs> <laughs> i call mine lucas thank you very much oh my that. god <laughs> we've crossed all kinds of barriers so tonight. many so many horrible it's horrible fine. barriers that we can't come back from but hey if you're still listening congratulations and well done and Welcome. apologies to, thank to you. Taylor. <laughs> we've had a month off this is bound to happen yeah we haven't spoken to each other for so long that the weirdness just comes out um yeah. yeah nathan is definitely at fault someone saying oh you got paint on your face you go i'll go and get a flannel and fucking wipe it off then you don't let them like get in that close and like 
lick their thumb and wipe it on your face and all that nonsense. It's just like, oh, piss off. He knows it's going to happen and he's letting it happen because of his absentee wife. I'm going to say it. And, you know, absentee mother to to Jamie. She's not around. And Nanny Carrie's filling in the void. But, you know, he kind of realises and just sort of looks... Just, just gorps, doesn't he? Really, he's just a bit of a donut. Really, what he should have done is gone. No, no, I'm okay, thank you. Don't come near me. Also, inappropriate um, top for for dinner for your your employer. Well, that's the one that she just bought. Exactly. Yeah. Like just you know, could throw on a jumper. There's a raven oh, did, did it ruin my nanny career? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That that whole thing about. Uh, being hung over at the beginning and she's got that creepy creepy grin when he walks away and it's all calculated i said she was a weirdo she's continuing to be a weirdo she's gonna have a weird shrine of him as well (laughs) knew she was a psycho well she's so creepy with the can i tell you a secret sometimes i pretend you're my kid don't tell kids secrets and creepy things like don't involve children in this and you're sordid little world of craziness i can't help but feel that jamie might reveal that to Haley at some point and Haley might like hit the roof and i don't know kill her or something but um i'm hoping nathan has the sense in the episode that we'll watch tonight to kick her out but i also think he's dumb enough to not do that so i think it's going to be a case of she's going to stick around for a bit longer things might get a little bit more heated and Jamie will be the one that tells Haley exactly what's going on and be like, hey, mom, if you were around a bit more, you might have avoided this. Can I ask you, the, I've asked you this before, but, you know, it's been a while. Do you think Nathan is going to go there? Is he going to set up shop? Do you need a definitive answer? Of course. Yes. Is he going to set up shop? Fucking hell. <laughs> Is he going to get chlamydia? <laughs> <laughs> Almost certainly. Um, Haley's in the kitchen. Where's all the red vines gone? <laughs> Did you eat them again? <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> oh, my God. I the think... The tub's so sticky. Oh, God. It's all the lube. <laughs> um, yes. I'm going to say yes. He's going to go there. The, the the kiss was a shock, but then the more that Haley's away, he's going to be stupid enough to to do it. Haley actually, Haley's really pushing the marriage thing, isn't she? In this episode, marriage is such a big commitment. You do, don't be a complete twat because marriage is, well, you know, to Lucas. So I, I think, it, yeah. I, I just think the more that she bangs on about it, the more that her marriage is going to be fucked up without her even knowing it. So uh, I, I kind of think it is going to happen. Yeah. Why are you laughing? Are you laughing at? Just haven't seen you in a while. Taylor? <laughs> what are you going to say, Taylor? I don't remember. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Dom. <laughs> no, I, uh, no, that's just my brain lately. I apologize. Um, I think it was going to be along the lines of Haley just witnessed Lucas kissing Peyton. So I think mm. that in her mind, still her marriage is like hundo P. And like for Lucas to start to want to marry Lindsay, <laughs> that didn't make sense either. You know what I mean? Um, 
for them to get engaged, I think Haley's really pushing the whole, like, look, it is a serious commitment. And if you are not sure about it, blah, 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 like that whole speech in the, in Whitey's um, office, or I guess it's Lucas's office now. Um, Whitey. Yeah. Whitey's 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 Whitey. Um, so yeah, I think that, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Good point, point, man. I like it. (laughs) Okay. Let's talk, let's talk about Nathan. Should we, if we go over to Nathan, it kind of makes sense, right? That in fact, does he have anything else really in this? He's kind of a backup player in this. Like he has a bit with skills and so i think we're done with him are he, we? he only has the moment with um q. q yeah that's the only thing when he's like well done for screwing up for another for the team oh, or something yeah. like that because he's buggered his hand doesn't he from punching that guy yeah. from punching kevin federline in the last episode yeah yeah <laughs> why did I he stop remembered. drinking because i i was because i would have laughed and spat it out with the uh <laughs> Just, every time I hear Kevin Federline, is I just remember the your girl's a cokehead like Britney, and I fed her lines like Kevin. Bitch. Remember <laughs> the whole? Sorry, I remember. You not? You remember? Anyway, yes. Can we talk about? Can we talk Mia's... about? Oh, gone. I was gonna say, can we talk about Mouth and Millie? Sure. But if you want to talk about, um... no, no, this is your time. Talk okay. to us about Mouth and Millie. But I don't want to talk about them separately. I want to talk about them together. Go for it. Let's go for okay. it. So I remember, actually, this isn't why I chose this episode, but when I was re-watching this to talk about it, I remembered the day that I first watched this episode, and I thought the fact that Mouth brought Millie into like his office and like had the ballet and the sports being back, like playing together and like him talking about the sports and he was like oh like why do you like ballet i thought that was so cute and so romantic when i first saw it in like whatever grade i was in 10 and yeah i i just love it and i think that they're cute and i'm happy that alice is gone that that's the mouth that we always yeah pine after and i think millie has always been nice like we've always been yeah. a fan of her like because she's always been a like a sincere character but with mouth he's had his you know ups and downs trials and tribulations like we all do mm-hmm. but i think when what re-watching this and knowing he can have moments like this you kind of sometimes can forgive some of his behavior in some of the earlier seasons because you know that underneath there's this good guy that mm-hmm. w- that is not just his i'm a nice guy trope therefore i deserve to you know be with whatever woman i want you know that all of those mm-hmm. things we've discussed is actually here's a here's a nice guy that's thoughtful and sweet and kind and yeah and actually wants to know about her so i agree i thought they were really Mm -hmm. nice moments and they do they are a nice pair together yeah i really like that that was one of my favorite episode favorite times of the episode yeah but that's all i have to say about mouth and millie because otherwise like mouth on his own is just oh 
she she was sleeping with Rick, and yeah, and then comedy moments. Oh, the, the funny part where Jerry walks in and he's like, "Yeah, did you hear Alice got fired?" And he was like, "No, that's great news." And he like starts unpacking, <laughs> and, then, and then Jerry's like, "Yeah, um, apparently she was sleeping with one of the people here or whatever." And he's like. Oh, and he starts packing <laughs> his box back. Oh, I always that's one of my favorite parts too. That's pretty funny. <laughs> well, Dom, what do you think about Mouth and Millie? The, like, I was considering this when I watched the episode again today. Um, th- there's this kind of are we almost like forgiving Mouth now because there's almost like a like a little apology in there, almost like as a character, he's turning around and saying this is the character I was and this is the character I should be. And and it kind of feels like he's made a switch now and, and Millie will be the one to re-level him out, you know, from the mouth of the, the kind of Jimmy days and beyond. Um, he, he changed, didn't he? And he just turned into this like super hyped up weirdo lunatic that, you know, again, sleeping with his boss and doing inappropriate things and saying the wrong things to everyone and all the, stuff with what's her face the clean team what was her name Shelley. Shelley. yeah so sorry we mentioned it already before but yeah all the all of that stuff was just like horrible and creepy and weird and when he jumped off the roof and kissed brooke just unnecessarily <laughs> oh yeah it kind of feels like we're at a, a bit of an impasse now where he's kind of going yeah all of that was a bit stupid and like i, I almost felt like there was a there's a moment of change where he where he is talking to millie and him and millie are you, you know just getting to know each other and he says it's not a date i just want to know a bit more about you just want to find out a bit more you know mm-hmm. if i close my eyes it sounds like you're talking about sport so t- you know keep, keep telling me what what you love about ballet and stuff and uh apparently these guys are good so let, let's like learn a bit more and i thought it was a nice like a really nice moment and it's kind of it almost feels like the character is apologizing to the viewer for being such a dick for the last sort of two and a half episode um se- seasons and now he's mm-hmm. you know hopefully on a road to like almost like recovery and and rebuilding the character into someone that we can all kind of get behind yeah well put there you sure. do you and think he's is... going to become a character that we can get behind no i th- still think he's going to be a total dickhead but <laughs> <laughs> but i would like him to be a character we can get behind. i i think if he if if the inevitable happens which is him and millie get together and he stays on that path for long enough like they get married and stuff like that i think he's he's got definitely got the ability to be a decent guy and, and stay mm-hmm. decent um because i think she will make him that way and make him feel like he needs to be that way um if, if that doesn't happen then I, I think he'll just continue to be an idiot but um yeah I, I think i think they will get together though and it will make him a bit better i can't see them being the center of big drama like ever so i think they're going to be quite a nice reliable little couple maybe we'll see well we will see (laughs) well taylor just to be sure let's can we get your judgments just so that we can and we anything you haven't been able to talk about then please get it in during Um, this section i did write down one question dom how do you feel that there's no more intro have you oh, noticed? Yeah, like for the whole for the whole of this, I I miss um I miss the song, 
miss having the opportunity to yeah. you know kind of have a little breather and have a little sing song and yeah <laughs> do it a is... bit of work for a minute <laughs> yeah just carry on working because i don't need to concentrate um yeah um, it's it is a bit strange not having it I, I don't really understand why why there isn't one why they got yeah, it. Is it, is it just because the, the episodes are a lot more content heavy if they cut if they cut the intro down they get more episode is it is this why I guess I'm asking, so. I'm asking the room. <laughs> um, another thing I, I have to get it's... off my chest from the very first time I saw this episode is the fact that Lindsay decided to do some menial chore to get her mind off of whatever. Who puts dirty socks in the clean sock drawer? <laughs> like, why is she looking for dirty socks in the sock drawer? Like, should it not be in the laundry basket? Like... Anyways, that's always frustrated me about that little bit. And I just had to get it off my chest. <laughs> Lindsay, Lin- Lindsay doesn't know how to do chores. Apparently she ends not. up messing the house up more than before she started doing it. Mm-hmm. I-, I think the-, the intro music was that they were trying to save money on paying for the rights for the song, oh. I believe. So they didn't want to pay Gavin DeGraw anymore? I think so, yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, Okay, so my the the things the performer and the song and the character the judge the judgments and they are in a very particular order. Do you believe apparently. that that they're asked in, apparently, Taylor? <laughs> how dare you? We we talked about this last time I was on too. <laughs> well, let me ask you the questions in the same order that I okay. always ask them. Okay. Who is your favorite performer of this episode? Okay, this one I really struggled with because um, I feel like they all did like not a great job. Um, but I had call to... it how you see it. Jesus, I... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I wrote down Haley because she finally like called out Peyton. Um, and I don't know. She seemed she seemed like to have some passion all episode. So I think I went with Haley. I, well, I know I, I wrote down Haley. I think I'd like to go with Haley. Okay. More about your favorite character. Um, Mouth and Millie together as a couple. If I can do that, please. We'll allow it. Okay. Except <laughs> this time. <laughs> well, what's their uh, what's their relationship name? Molly. It's what you get chlamydia from. <laughs> 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 okay what about your favorite background performer what dom one line or less <laughs> okay this i also had a hard time with because i was watching like the whole episode and there's not many background performers so i went with um peyton's dead mom because she doesn't have any lines <laughs> jesus <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> I love the fact that it's Peyton's dead mom. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Ad- adoptive mother. Adoptive mother. Because no, can... she she sprinkled Ellie's ashes in a field. Remember, and the and the wakey or not the wakey wakey. The freaking uh, <laughs> the other song was playing. Um, the weepies. That is right. That there is right. Go. Okay. What about your favorite line? Oh shit, I didn't write this one down. My favorite line. 
Um, my favorite line. Oh gosh. Pressure is on. I know. I feel so much pressure. Pressure is on. What about you? Like the bits with Mouth and Millie, you know, I do, you know maybe about sports and how always, well, he likes been... it because the underdog can, um, an underdog can always win. It shows there's greatness that lives within all of us. No, it's not good enough for you. Okay. <laughs> I like the I like the witty lines, like. Um... Oh, maybe when Brooke Davis is in the back of the car and she's like, you haven't earned that yet, bartender boy, and like slaps him on the face and like kisses his cheek. <laughs> okay. There Perfect. You go. There you go. And your favorite song? Pitter Pat by Aaron McCarley. Okay. What was that playing over? Um, When it was near the end. Like when... Okay. Uh, were they, were they montaging? Was it a hip, was it a One Tree Hill classic montage to end the episode? <laughs> uh, I don't know if it ended the episode, but it was near the end. I can't remember exactly. I'm sorry, it's my brain lately. It's okay. But I wrote well, that down for sure. I knew it as soon as it started playing. I was like, oh yeah, this is my song. Nice. Okay, well now let's find out your rating, which we will take in to the final debate at the end of this podcast episode. Okay. So Taylor, did you have a number in mind before we started this conversation? I had two numbers in mind and I can't really decide between them. Is the number increased, decreased, or stayed the same? Like, are you thinking about going up, or are you thinking about going down? I'm thinking about going up because it might be easier to come to a conclusion with everybody if I go up. Interesting. But I feel, personally, I feel more strongly about the lower number. Go with that. (laughs) (laughs) Have some conviction. Be be confident. Uh, Dom, you count Taylor in. You did the counting. Don't you want to? This is the precious, precious rating. You didn't do any of that. I'm sorry. I've had time off. <laughs> I forgot. I forgive you. It's okay. The precious, what, Dom? Precious rating. Precious. After three. Are you ready? One, two, three. Six. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, six. You were considering a seven, but you landed on a six. I was considering a seven just because I feel like Simon will definitely rate it higher than me. So if I have to go up to a seven, that's fine, I guess. But I feel strongly that it's a six because, I mean... It does move along like some plot lines, but I feel like a lot of the episode is just like fluff. Okay, can I ask you, Taylor, are you up to date with the podcast? No. <laughs> what would you know then how we know? Could... Do you know how we know that you're not up to date with the podcast? No, why? Because Simon has given a lower number than anyone in every episode so far. Oh, I did hear about that <laughs> on the Discord. <laughs> So you're six. But that's Simon. like 
Simon won't go higher than a six on this episode. No oh, chance. <laughs> it's fine that you've got six, though. He's just trying to skew the rating so that season five ends up lower on average than the rest of the seasons. That's what I he's doing. I don't think that's hard. <laughs> Every time I see Owen's skid mark of a moustache, it goes down a number in my in my estimations. <laughs> okay, you don't like Owen. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> I actually don't mind him. I just want him to shave his lip. <laughs> Is it too much to ask? Right. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm not a fan of moustaches, I have to say. Like there's only a few people that can pull off a moustache. Like my dad. Dom. Yeah, your no, dad. Not me. But you no, but do you know why? Because look at the difference. This is terrible as like a audio podcast. <laughs> look at the difference between my moustache to yours like this. is No, mine wouldn't work. Like oh my look, god. <laughs> I look, I look like I'm from Top Gun, you know, like the. <laughs> I look like the guy that Tom Cruise can't save in the original Top Gun. You are goose. goose, yeah, goose. I look like goose, but <laughs> Dom, yours is thick. Like it's you've got more girth to I'm, your. <laughs> I'm like a lost Mexican. <laughs> this is exactly what I look like with just that bit. Oh my gosh! But your dad, but your dad is a perfect illustration of someone that can pull off a moustache because it's got that like length to it. You know what I'm saying? When mine's yeah. like too narrow, thin. Yeah, yeah. Mine's got more like the Craig David when he used to like do like the you know when he used to the, <laughs> pencil, the pencil line. Beard. <laughs> yeah. But oh, but Owens is just dirty. Like he look he looks dirty. It's like he forgot to do that bit. It's like he was in a rush and he shaved without looking in the mirror. And it's like, hey man, you got some shit on your lip. <laughs> Shave it off, you bum. You bum. It's almost like he has a ferret on his face, like somebody else. <gasps> he actually has like a miniature micro ferret that's tiny, stuck to yeah. the top. Tiny ferret. Chase is on Owen's face. <laughs> we're, this we're, is we're red vines. We've been all over the place tonight. Taylor's tonight just vanished. Been... <laughs> there she is. <laughs> tonight has been a bit off of the rails, to say the least. <laughs> We've still got another hour of recording to go. <laughs> and then we have the party afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> I think Chuck is bringing Jägermeister tonight <laughs> or tequila. Oh isn't he? I have some wine. I'll bring wine. <laughs> Let's go. Bring it. Bring Make, it all. Let's do this. Well, Taylor, <laughs> it's as always a pleasure to have you with us. Always thoroughly enjoyable. Thank you. And uh, yeah, we look forward to when you're back on again in season six. Yes. Obviously, you know, all of our watch along fun. And uh, yeah, thank you for supporting us. Thank you. You're an absolute superstar and you've really brought light to this like this podcast recording in our day you know so much fun and so funny and yeah it's brilliant so can't wait for your episode in season six already cool talk to you guys soon you should take care see you in a little while yeah bye bye so that was taylor that was fun in the meantime, while we're waiting for our next Raven, should we talk about this Chad Michael Murray thing? Are you? Yeah. Are you can we do it? Are you down? We yeah. use we use our Patreon money. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll come. Yeah, I'm excited. Sounds like, you know, a good idea. Can I see who else is going to be there as well? Because if I Should get, I bring it up? I'll tell I, you. If I get bored and wait for this... him, I'm going to go and look for other people to talk to. <laughs> well, I think there's like Cobra Kai people there. Oh, um, cool. We watched so it yet? that's cool. Not yet. I'm, Simon, you've oh, been back man. for two days. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> We've been watching... Um, we got Apple TV. Um, do you have Apple TV? No, I used to. It's pretty good, man. Pretty good. In fact, it is good. Um, well, we've been watching the morning show. It's really good. I think I think you'd like it. Uh, um, okay, right. Hang on. So the guests. So Chad hasn't actually been hasn't actually been announced yet, but um, he. Let me share my screen so that you can. Is he hotly hotly tipped to be going? No, he just he put something out on his Instagram saying that um, he's going to be in Liverpool in November, and anyone that shows up with one of his Ravens jerseys that's from his campaign, he'll sign it for them for free. And it's like, well, if he's going to be in Liverpool in November, then he's going to be here at this Comic Con that they just haven't announced him yet. Oh, okay. Well, they've got so they've got this. These are the guys, these guys are from Vampire Diaries. The main yeah. people, aren't they? He's from Lost, actually. Uh, I don't know these people. Do you know them? Nope. <laughs> this guy is the guy from uh, Sons of Anarchy, Charlie Hunnam. Is that how you say that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's in um, Green Street. Is he in Green Street? Oh yeah, Green and Street. It, yeah, he's in a few others as well. Yeah. Um, oh, there's the guy oh, from, Pe- her from Peaky Blinders. This guy, Paul yeah. Anderson. Mm-hmm. Is this um, from 8 Mile and uh, The Orange is the New Black? I've never seen 8 Mile. Oh, yeah, that's crazy to me. I think that is her. <laughs> oh, this Gus Fring from Breaking Bad. Yeah. If you go up to, he's in Twilight. This guy. Yeah. Peter Facinelli. Yeah. He's in Twilight. Um, Who are these? Oh, the, that's the guy from Buffy. This yeah. guy? Yeah, he plays Spike James, in, in Buffy. James Mar- Masters. Yeah. Uh, Stingray from uh, Cobra Kai. Yeah, he's in loads of stuff. Like he, Honestly, he's brilliant. He's brilliant. He's in Blackbird, which is on Apple TV, which I think you'd love. Do the free trial. It's for three months. I know you've had it already. Use... Use a different email address. Email address. Yeah, <laughs> she she's got Apple TV. All <laughs> oh, right, well, you should, oh you should watch it. It's really good. Oh, these two from Stranger Things, yeah, the oh, yeah. uh, kid Vecner and the the Russian guy. Russian guy. Uh, that's it, really. Oh, and Mara Wilson. Oh my god, I actually messaged her once to get her to so we could do Matilda on the podcast, and she never replied. Could try, could try and interview her. Literally messaged her like loads of times to say, do you fancy coming onto our podcast to talk about Matilda and any other Mrs. stuff? Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, just anything. Um, but well, she never well, replied. It, well, it's 19th and the 20th of November. So what do you think? When is that? What day of the week? It must be a weekend, obviously, isn't it? Friday, Saturday. I'm scared having my calendar open in case, in case you see I need to pick up jewellery. Pick up jewellery. Uh, there Saturday oh, and Saturday Sunday. Sunday well okay hold on hold on you know what we need to check don't you West Ham's fixtures absolutely 
Absolutely. <laughs> well, do you think we? Do you? I, I said to F about this earlier. Um, of course, she made fun of me. Oh, um, there's ooh podcast friends. Ooh Comic Con. Ooh, you know. There's no. Um, there's no West Ham game that week. Oh, great! So perfect. It's like fate. But uh, she doesn't think we'd be able to get a like. She she wants us to get it, of course. She's supported, but I don't. She doesn't think that we could get an interview of Chad Michael Murray. And I was like, yeah, but we did it with Craig Sheffer, and she was like, oh yeah, but who did he play? And I was like, Uncle Keith, and she's like, oh, okay. And who's uh, who did who did Chad Michael Murray play? And I was like, you know, Lucas, the lead. And she's like, yeah, there's a difference. There you go, mate. Yeah. You go. I just I just realised why there's no games because the World Cup's on. At the same time, World Cup starts. Okay. But then, so, yeah, crazy. But I'm in. I'm in. What? I'm in. Yeah, I'm sold. I'm, you, I'm happy to do go. You think, do you think we can do it? I think we can get in front of him, but he will. Get the hoodie signed? He'll expect a fee. For the hoodie signing? He wouldn't I, do a Craig and just sign the hoodie? I think what we need to do is is you take the jacket and wow him with the jacket. Uh, you know, what, you know, you're the, the razzle dazzle and I'm the, Hey man, well, this is what we want. <laughs> we'll just shove that <laughs> you're in the business. Yeah. You're the business. Either. Yeah. You're the shop window. <laughs> I'm the goods like out that. the back. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Well, with that being said, Nicole is joining. Nicole, are you with us? I am with you. Hello. <laughs> welcome, welcome, Hi. welcome. Thank you. Good morning. Nice to meet you. Yeah, not too bad. How are you guys going? I'm fine. Thank you very much. Yeah, I think we're good. good. Simon's, Simon's incredibly tired because he's done a lot of traveling and a lot of work in the last few days. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not, not used to doing I'm work. not taking the piss. Yeah, <laughs> he's not used to that, that level of commitment. Um, but we're good. Yeah. All the better for seeing you. Um, thank you for joining us on your Thursday morning. No problems. No problems. I've, yeah, no, I've kind of seen little bits and pieces of your travelling, Simon, so I hope it's been fulfilling, even though it's probably been really exhausting. So, yeah. No. Thank you. Good. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It's And uh, it's, nice to be, it's nice to be back uh, podcasting, one tree hilling, I just um, I just want to jump in and say, um, was it Gabby that signed up and then dropped? Gabby, you gotta to listen to this episode and it's really important because Nicole is in Australia. It's really early in the morning for her and she's joined um because she's uh, a hardcore motherfucking gangster right now and a, a super trooping raven. And yeah. you signed up yeah. and, you, and you were in that category of Raven for mm-hmm. however many days. And then, you, and then you left. So, you know, we appreciate the support and the effort and sometimes circumstances to like dictate whether we can join these things or not. But yeah, just think about what Nicole's doing, Gabby. You could be, you could be like that. And we're willing to give you another chance, Gabby. <laughs> the door is open. Reach out, Gabby. We'll talk it through. We'll talk it through. <laughs> we'll guide you back to nice. us. <laughs> Just what? a gentle encouragement by the sounds of it. That's nice. There you go. Emotional <laughs> no guilt at all. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I like the approach. Yeah, the sacrifice is real, but it's worth it. There you go. <laughs> Look at that. 
But Nicole, can we jump straight in here and talk yeah, about of some of the stuff in this episode? I mean, let's just slice into the meat here. Lucas and Peyton and Lindsay, how do you feel about it? Who do you want? Who are you? Do you want the the Lucas Peyton because it's what we've you know always known and loved, or do you feel for Lindsay and actually think Peyton? fuck off and behave like let him live his life honestly i think lucas figure it out get your shit together but be a bit more decisive i don't think <laughs> i think lucas is the problem here not Peyton or Lindsay. i don't think Peyton's behavior is right i don't condone it but i understand it because it's a reaction to how lucas has behaved or that makes it sound like he's in the wrong completely, but yeah, I guess he's act. She's reacting to his actions right from like back in like LA when he proposed and just sort of left things the way they were. Um, whereas Lindsay, I was so happy when Lindsay was going to leave. I was like, yes, you go girl. And then she just, she got sucked back into the Lucas Scott of it all. So I really feel for Lindsay. I like Lindsay despite, you know, obviously being a big Lucas Payton shipper just because they're just too alike not to, yeah, <laughs> not to almost be destined. So, so yes, um, yeah, Payton's a little, like, pretty immature, but at the same time she's only supposed to be 21, so it's not exactly shocking behaviour either <laughs> for someone that age. <laughs> not to say right. we're 21-year-olds. Not to say if you're 21 you're just going to act the way she has. I'm not saying that, but it's also not entirely surprising i've known people older than her to act less like less mature than they should have in situations like that so it's not exactly surprising yeah 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 yeah. less dignified well dom who's the bigger colostomy bag (laughs) lucas or peyton well difficult to decide i think they're at level um level filling <laughs> of, of, oh. of sack aren't they <laughs> and fluid and fluid and gunk um actually gunk's a great word um gunk's such a horrible word great word great word um i i think we finally have admittance from lucas that uh hayley is his number one that i just like to put that out there we knew that was coming we, we knew that he'd say that if he could drop everything for Haley, he would. Um, there you go. So I'm just going to leave that there. Um, it was a bit out of left field, wasn't it? It was a little bit, I it was saying as, as a joke, but it was a bit uh, odd. Hmm. He doesn't normally make jokes like that. There you go. That's because this it was the first moment, wasn't it? It was the first real admittance that, you know, he's made all these silly mistakes in his, you know, life of, choosing women <laughs> when she's been there the whole time uh, and has been his one true love, 100%. It will happen. Do you remember when you really thought they were going to kiss yeah. in season one, but when they were like crying so, behind the counter? It was so close as well. It should have happened. It should have just happened and they should have just gone down that path. It would have been a lot more comfortable for everyone over the last five seasons, of those two being together, rather than him pining over Peyton, who's just a nightmare. Um, but th- though you haven't seen it, that is basically the storyline of Dawson's Creek. 
Oh, is, is it? That he he falls in love with his like best friend, basically. Oh, okay. Well, mm. I wouldn't bother watching it then. You <laughs> 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 just ruined it. Great. I literally, oh, I'm ruined. Simon. I just started Dawson's Creek. <laughs> hey. I've only done one episode. I've only done one season. I'm like halfway through season two. Um, but yeah, I can see it. I can see it already. A mile away. I I, I like Dawson's Creek. Did, did are you enjoying it? I am. This watch, I think last time when you first started, I came on, you asked me about it, and I'm like, no, nah, just not for me. And I think this time around, I'm like, oh, yeah, I can see the appeal. It's very wholesome and cutesy and, yeah, very different awesome. to One Tree Hill now. But anyway, sorry. Are, are you going to listen to Cape Side Chats? Dom yeah, hates I, it, but... Well, Dom, you jealousy. Shouldn't. You need to manage that, okay? Um, no. <laughs> yeah, Gabby. I have, I've... <laughs> This is about you, Dom. Don't deflect. Um, No, yeah, I have. I've listened to the first episode of you and um, Lex's after season one. Yeah. Enjoyed it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I can't. Anyway. It feels such a long time ago now. But yes. (laughs) um, Okay. So you just think they're as bad as each other, basically. Well, yeah, I think Lucas is just a complete tool, isn't he? Really? And Peyton just. What tool would he be? a broken one a completely pointless useless one it'd be a left-handed hammer because they don't exist and and just the handle of it yeah the main bit's fallen off (laughs) the actual useful bit has just deteriorated um i kind of wish karen was back around just like giving him a click around the ear because you know that's always that's what she's always a, a bit of a positive influence on him i think and helps him think sensibly when he's kind of left to his own devices i know he's almost an adult supposedly but he just his his behavior just in general is just so odd and so weird and he blames Peyton for things uh, and you know Peyton's like also got that immature side of well I never said no and it's just like oh he he kind of fucking did you know and you fell asleep or whatever and you're dribbling everywhere and it's just a bit of a nightmare (laughs) fell asleep yeah (laughs) 18 pages front and back um sorry and it's just a I, I I genuinely just think Lucas is out to just piss people off. Like Lindsay in about two to three episodes time is going to be heartbroken and just angry and angry at both of them. And she'll turn around and say, you both fucking deserve each other because you're, you're both a pain in the ass and she'll disappear. And we'll never see her again. And Lucas and Peyton will be happy for a, a bit at least. And then eventually I reckon get married. Um, but Lucas rushing into this marriage is because he's just trying to like hide the whole Peyton thing and get rid of it and, and shush it rather than facing it and dealing with it and saying, Lindsay, I fucked up. I, I think this needs to end and I need to go and pursue that again. Um, yeah, but I, I, it will happen. I think by the end of season five, they'll be together. Peyton and Lucas, I mean. Okay. Nicole, we will see. Nicole, Brooke and Owen, this whole back and forth flirtation. How do you feel about about them, their interactions, and how do you feel about Owen as a new character? Um, I like Owen as a new character um, in the sense that he's he seems a, lot, a little bit older than the rest of them. Um, he has like this sort of maturity almost like 
what's the word I'm trying to think of? Um, like life experience behind him about him. There's just something yeah about his character. Um, and I also really like, I don't mind the flirting between them. I actually quite enjoy the sparring. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and I really like that he, and I mean this in the nicest way, but he's almost able to put Brooke in her place a little bit. Mm. Um, and there was one comment that she made that I hated, like just the reference, like <laughs> I actually can't stand her in this episode. She's, you know, <laughs> I could have done without her. And I like Brooke, but I just think she was just, to echo what you said a month ago that you might have forgotten, um, Tom, just that she's just so, like, obnoxious at the moment. Mm. And even when she, she just puts down his car, like, okay, like, playfully I get it, whatever, but then something she says to him in the bar, I think about his job or just, the, just she just comes across like she's better than him and I can't, like, I can't stand that. I hate that. Mm. I'm like, Brooke, you're better than that. Like, like I know that. Sounds ironic, but yeah, like she is, she's better than that. Like she's, it's almost like any growth she had during season four, just, yeah, she's kind of reverted back to season one and it's like, okay, like, like the car thing, like I get it's a callback um, and maybe it's sort of put in there for the fans, but at the same time, it's a bit like, hmm, I don't know, 15 to like 22, like would you, st- yeah, <laughs> would you still behaving that way? I sound so judgmental this morning. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, it's just I don't know. I like the interaction, but um, there's some things about what she's said and doing that I don't really like. And also, like Jamie's little comment, "What's underneath the quotes book, Davis?" I'm like, "You're like four. Do you actually understand the subtext of that?" Or like, <laughs> like I don't know. I don't have kids. I don't know. I haven't worked with a lot of little kids. But would four-year-old really say that? But anyway, that's a separate question or separate part of the episode. But yeah, they're my thoughts. Dom? Well, I think people would expect me to hate Owen, but I actually like Owen. I, I think as a, as a character, he's, you know... Uh, it, worldly you know exactly like you said he's got experience he seems to be you know talking from a place of you know knowing uh and I, maybe that's from you know being a bartender and just seeing what everybody's like and really understanding character and like people's character and and, and getting to know them uh, on a on a kind of like almost like a deeper level and um brooke is awful in this episode again noxious irritating desperate it's just have some self-respect, you know, it's just at shocking levels now. And the moment she's talking to Jamie and says, he's just a bartender or like something along those lines. And it's, that's, that's a really horrible moment. And mate, I also thought exactly the same as you, Nicole. It's just like, have, again, have some respect for him. Have, you know, so what? So what if he's a bartender? Mm-hmm. You, you know, if you like someone, it doesn't matter what they do, you know, you should like them for them, not for, not for the job they're doing or, you know, the clothes they wear or whatever. And the the back and forth between them is good. I think there's that flirty banter, but there's, you, you know, she is kind of like leaping at him and he's batting her away quite nicely. It's quite, it's quite good. You know, when he says, you know, the drink was named after you, but last week it was named after this person and this person and this person and this person, you know, you're, you're not really anything special. Um, you know, in my eyes, you're just another, you're just another, 
customer. Do you know what I mean? You're just at my bar and buying shit. And then when he goes to the shop I, I, to to buy something, so I'm buying something for a girl, you know, she's a bit taller than you though. I thought that was a good, like a little line to add in, but it's obviously that he wants, he's interested. He wants to go and kind of see how things are going to go and um, have that, you know, discussion and again, be flirty. And he's got a bit of time and kind of see where things go and where they could lead to. And then we have the, in the car bit. And I really hate this bit. And I think people will think Owen was like, yeah, okay, let's go and have sex. But I actually think he did that and said, okay, my place or yours to really make her go, no, I'm not going to do this now. And I think he he did this fully intentionally to make her really consider it and go, yeah, you're not, this is not right now. You haven't earned it yet. And that's kind of why he's like, like, well done, Brooke Davis, like at the end or whatever he says when she gets out. Cause it's like, actually you've been throwing at yourself at me all this time. I've now given you that opportunity. Um, you know, just like testing the water kind of thing. And you've turned it down. Now, now I'm interested now. Now this is the, this is the brook that kind of should have started. Like this is the point where she should have started out with her interactions with that win rather than the just leaping at him the whole time. So I, I really think he's, he's a good person in terms of humbling her. It just hasn't quite happened yet, but maybe in the next few episodes. Yeah. Well said. Very well said. Yeah. No, no, it's all right. Sorry, I was just thinking because it's interesting because I thought when he said, oh, well done, I thought, because I really didn't like that scene. So I thought, oh, she's just toying with him. And I Mm. thought maybe that's what he was complimenting, which I thought would be a weird thing to compliment almost because I don't think anybody likes to, no no one particularly likes to be teased or, you know, within reason. Um, So I thought maybe, oh, he's like, oh, well done, well played. Like, I'll get you back next time. Like I'll rock mm. up with no shirt on or something like that. Like that's <laughs> how I read it. But, but yeah, no, I can see how you would have seen it that way. And I kind of liked it a little bit better because it makes more sense. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I I actually like Owen as well. And what I like about him, bar his moustache, I don't like that. We've, we've, we've actually covered that already. Nicole, mm-hmm. my feelings on his moustache, but <laughs> That aside, I like that he is the only one that feels like he is age appropriate. Like he feels mm. like he is, he looks that he looks like he's in his mid twenties, and he looks, he doesn't look like a child pretending or like a teenager acting. And I know that the, uh, the main cast or the main five are in their early 20s but I again I feel like they're acting as if they're in their mid going into their late 20s the way that they're kind of acting and he actually feels right he feels slotted in to the right place like he feels like that's the cast of the show that they're trying they're pretending to be in Mm. if that makes sense and I do and I also agree I like that he is has self-control and Mm. has his own standards and his own uh morality sort of in check of you know like a lesser person you know wouldn't would wouldn't have that restraint and would just be like yeah okay he he's he has he actually has respect for her by not disrespecting uh the integrity of their relationship and he's the kind of, I think, very well said, mate. Uh, I also think he's the 
the only person that will kind of hit, get the message through to her that Victoria is is almost like bad for her and like hampering her creativity and her acumen because he says if if this person's a problem why don't you just you know get rid of her if you're in charge if you're really at the, the top of this tree just get rid of her and you can kind of move on from it and she's like well it's a bit more complicated than that and you know it kind of doesn't want to doesn't want to admit the fact that her mom does just sort of run this business while she's sitting around in the shop with a four-year-old um because that is exactly what is happening. So Victoria was spot on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, should we talk about Lindsay? I guess we kind of have spoken about her, really. I mean, do, why do we, why do you guys think that Lucas proposed? Like, what do you think he got, he was pushed into it of fear of, not being wanted by Peyton like he's had that though she he she said no to his proposal which in fairness she did say just not you know not now she wasn't ready which is a fair enough response when you're 21 22 or however old that they were supposed to be but do you think it's sort of the PTSD so to speak of that experience that he is just trying to thrust himself into uh, a safer relationship mm. um i think i think it's part of that i think i one of the first notes i made when i was watching it was like can you just not be alone like do you always have to be with somebody um but as you were talking i was thinking i wonder if it's also because maybe he thought he left Peyton in the past and she came back to Tree Hill and she's been, you know, they've been having these conversations and they've kissed. And I'm like, I wonder if it's because she's getting closer. Maybe, maybe it's a way of trying to push her away permanently. So maybe her, her proposal, uh, he's sorry, his proposal is less about how he feels about Lindsay and more about how he feels about Peyton. Mm. Yeah, interesting. What what do you think, Dom? I think it's panic stations, isn't it? She found the ring, assumes it's not for her, and he. I think he panics and says, you know, this is for you. You know, I I do want to be with you. I do want to marry you. And and, um, rather than going, I think had she not found the ring and was like, I'm going back to New York, I don't know if I'll be back or when I'll be back, I'm going to go, he would have let her go. 100%. 100%. He would have, he would have done the whole, oh, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, this has just happened with me and Peyton. And he probably would have admitted it then and there. And then she would have turned up at the door. It would have been an absolute catastrophe and nightmare. And she would have gone anyway. But because she's found the ring, I think he's panicked. I think he's panicked and gone. What, what am I? Oh, uh, am I doing something stupid? Am I doing something stupid by, um, you, you know, trying again with Peyton who rejected me before? Um, when this person clearly really wants to be with me. So I, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to say this is for you and, and propose and proposes. I, I, I'm i kind of really looking forward to Lindsay finding out that the ring was originally for Peyton and, and being like, it's just, I'm a second hand. This is a second hand ring to me. You know, this is the, I'm the second person you've tried to give this to. Um, and I think that will be a big sort of talking point. And what will be even more awkward is if he then tries to give that ring to Peyton again I hadn't really considered that watching the episode but thinking about it now it's that's going to be 
I, I, if I was Peter, I'd be like, I want a new ring. Don't don't give me that. That's tainted now. That's tainted. We need something new. So yeah. Well, what do you think about it? What what are your thoughts on the whole? Do you think it's just knee jerk or yeah, you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> me? <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's panic. Definitely panic. Of of, but I also think that he feels like he's been down the road with Peyton and it didn't work and there's too much history there and Lindsay is saying things like he's saying I don't want to what if I'm just a small town basketball coach and she says you'll never be just that because you'll be the man that I love and that sort of supersedes everything and that's Mm. a really nice thing to say Mm. I mean maybe and she treats him nicely and there isn't those complications and i think in those in that moment he sought comfort and thought that this is the right way to go not this kind of messiness over here which though may be more you know the true love so to speak so i think it's a bit of everything that everyone said really and it made for good drama yeah absolutely but that's the second time that that's happened to Peyton with her turning up at Lucas's. Do you remember in the early seasons, she showed up to tell Lucas that she wanted to be with him or whatever. And then Brooke comes Brooke. out and says, you know, hey, player, are you ready to score or something like that? <laughs> something like that, right? She, she's just like an emotional punch bag, isn't she, for... But, well, herself really, but Lucas is just like every time she appears, it's like, oh, what can we hit her with this time? And yeah, then it's like she goes to tell Lindsay, I'm so sorry. And it's kind of like I think it's lucky that she said, I'm so sorry, not I didn't mean to, you know, because mm-hmm. she she could have been apologizing for her bad behavior. And then it's like, I've got a ring and look at it. And it's like, I recognize that ring. He gave that to me. That would have been perfect <laughs> if she'd said that. That would have been amazing. Oh, like, what a what a way to go. Yeah. Too well, bad she was in shock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would have been a great scene. Just uh, at home crying, burning books, all sorts. Well, and the connecting point of this, the connecting tissue is that Haley has this information about Lucas and Peyton kissing confides in nathan nathan saying to just leave it it's not your place which i don't know is that bad advice i was thinking actually the better advice would be that Haley needs to confront lucas and tell him that he needs to tell her you know so it is coming from him but ensuring that that's happening what do you guys think what do you think Haley should go to Lindsay? well Haley ends up I mean, when she goes, she does sort of confront Lucas in a way, but doesn't quite spell it out. And that's why he has this element of confusion. Like, does that mean you're happy for me? You know, you know, and he doesn't quite understand because she's like, it's such a serious commitment and it's, it's, it's for life and you can't just, you know, do silly things and so on and so forth. And she's essentially telling him off for what he's done and, and kind of making him aware, but he's too wrapped up in his own little world and, and caught up with it that he doesn't recognize that and um, the issue with the other hand of Haley is that she kind of 
vindicates what's happening with Nathan by saying, I'm going to keep this to myself because maybe it's best kept under wraps, you know, um, rather than upsetting Lindsay, I'm just going to keep it to myself because now Nathan's going, I'll, I'll do the same. I'll do exactly the same. So, you know, it's it's a really difficult one. I, I, I think Haley should have said to Lucas, I saw you, what was going on with Peyton? And that maybe allowed Lucas the opportunity to say, look, she came, she came towards me, she kissed me and then stopped it. I had a bit of a shout at her and I went back to Lindsay. Like, oh, it was a bit of a shock. I didn't really know what that happened, but, you know, can we talk about it and then talk to Haley about it and, you know, get some advice from her best friend and just understand the situation a bit better. But that, yeah, that doesn't happen. I guess we're, we're the writers of the perfect world, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, drama free version, which yeah. is clearly <laughs> less interesting, <laughs> but so much more logical. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I um, agree. I don't think Hayley should go to Lindsay. Um, I also don't. I also think like Nathan's a bit of a hypocrite too when he's like, well, no, it's not your place. In one way he's right, but at the same time, it's like maybe it is your place, Nathan, to say that the nanny keeps hitting on you. Maybe, Mm. just a thought. Mm. Um, But, yeah, no, I think that um, honestly I think Hayley probably could have been a little – Again, maybe it's because the first thing I said when I got him here was that Lucas needs to get it together. But she could have been a little harder on Lucas, considering they are best friends. I think she was pretty harsh on Peyton. Like, I get it, but at the same time, like, yeah, I just think she could have been a little more direct and maybe, I don't know, I just didn't like that she accused Peyton of, being the cheater in it all. I guess the way I see it is Peyton's actions weren't right because he's in a relationship, but he's the one in a relationship and he let Peyton kiss him. So, yeah, they're, they're just my thoughts. There's definitely bias, yeah, from mm-hmm. Haley to mm-hmm. of just leave him alone or why, you know, yeah. he's found someone, just let him be where they they were both at fault for it though i do also think though that peyton was really chasing him you know in these previous episodes she's been pursuing him and he hasn't been pursuing her he said some inappropriate things like when uh she was sort of flirting with the bartender at that event and said you know he's not good enough for you you know things like that that are inappropriate yes but she's literally been pursuing him Mm. Um, so I think that she's always going to be more in the wrong than him. But in terms of them kissing, the kiss now, that's on equal playing field and he needs to take responsibility for it. Mm. Uh, I think, Messy. I think like waking up to the honesty of her saying to everyone, I didn't come back for Lucas. I didn't come back for Lucas. I think just, okay, let's just admit it now and just, let's just move on. You know, which, you know, she kind of does with Haley anyway. And says, you know, I never said no, but it's that kind of childish element again. And there's a really interesting moment. Uh, I, I didn't, I didn't really pick up on it the first time I watched the episode. So when we were watching it and the watch along, when she goes to the grave to talk to her mum uh, uh, and kind of wants a bit of understanding mm-hmm. and the leaf falling, I'm guessing means like turn over a new leaf, time to move on. And, and like the, the chapter of that 
you know, book or whatever is over. Let's, let's move on. Um, so I think that's how I interpreted it on the, the second time watching it today. Um, which I think was really interesting that she went and then gave paint and stuff and left a note for the, I can't remember the girl's name to paint over the door. Oh yeah. It's yeah. Like I can't Amy, remember her name. Amy or something or I don't, I don't Molly. know. Molly. Yeah. Molly. Yeah. yeah. Molly. One of them. Um, so yeah, I, I, I thought that was actually like quite interesting and, and it'd be really good if she is able to draw out a line under it and that door being painted over really does signify that change and the ability to go, okay, I'm done with it now. Enjoy your marriage, enjoy your life. We can be friends, but probably from a really good distance and let's get on with it. Let's, let's move on with life. We we have to, you know, communicate because we're going to go to the same events and things like that. But actually I think beyond that, it shouldn't really be anything else. But we know they're going to paint another door and probably that girl didn't paint over the door. She just painted a heart around it because she believes in true love and she thinks that that's going to, you know, keep them together. And actually the door is going to signify that they'll be together forever and it will happen and it will be Molly or Amy or whatever her name is, you know, it would be the fact that she didn't, you know, break that or like paint over it that they're still together. There'll be symbolism in that fucking door somehow. Um <laughs> And, and then be... Rose is floating on the door, but she yeah. doesn't pull Jack up on the door and he goes, she never let go. And then she does let go. And then down he goes. And yeah. But she is on that door. And she, yeah. that's the, she got to live. That, <laughs> that's the secret thing in Titanic. If you zoom in underneath Kate Winslet, you can see, you know, the little Lucas and Peyton artwork <laughs> there. So yeah. Chuck yeah, discord it now. now. I know you can do it, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> well good okay well let's just let's just wrap around here to make sure we've covered everyone so we've spoken about nanny carrie and nathan mm-hmm. already do you have any thoughts that you that you want to throw out there to add in nicole not really just that i don't like that storyline but that's it fair um fair play yeah yeah, no, I don't think there was anything else that I really wanted to say about it. Nanny Carrie needs uh, a good old. Uh, I think. Wait, in America they'd call it a they call it a swirly. In the UK it would be called a bog wash. But you know, throw it in the head in the toilet and flushing it. <laughs> what do you call it out there? I don't know. There's probably oh, I need to look it up. I actually don't know what that is, but I know what you're talking about. But yeah, I totally agree. Many of those. Can I give you my fave? Yeah, go on. Sorry, I was just remembering um, because the the toilets, the water goes the other way. It comes up, like compared to here, it comes up, doesn't it, when you flush the toilet? Like it comes up Mm -hmm. into the bowl and then goes down, which freaked me out the first time I saw that. But anyway, um, so that would even be worse because you get more water, whereas here it just goes like down. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Well, one of my so one of my friends that I met when I was traveling, etc. Ali, who's Australian, I'm sure I've spoken about him many times on the podcast. One of my favorite. He's super Australian. Like he's an his (laughs) his accents like so thick and everything. But he, Mm. um, one of my favorite things that he used to say is, "You go, you go. Oh, almost packed my dax." 
It was like, Dom, do you know what that would mean? No idea. Like, pack your Dax, like, shit himself. (laughs) Is that like a common thing to be said, Nicole? Um, Not amongst the uh, people I know, but I have heard that saying. It's almost like, I feel like it's a real, like, colloquialism or kind of real ochre real like australian type thing you'd hear in like a remote country town somewhere like that kind of lingo if that makes sense rather than like cities i don't know if that makes sense but i don't hear that very often but i have heard it before and um it's a good one (laughs) it's my favorite and i mean he's someone that i think i've been around him when he has packed his dax so it's like it was (laughs) he's that kind of guy so (laughs) It wasn't just an expression. It was um... <laughs> It was a way of life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Okay. Well, um shall we shall we go into judgments because then we can go into the uh the rating debate. Is there uh, any any other any other notes you want to add in there, Nicole? Let me just consult the notes section of my phone. Um I really liked on the note of the door, I just liked the role that girl plays and almost like Payton's, as you were referring to, Dom, like processing what has happened and deciding actually, yeah, I need to let go and move on. Like actually, you know how sometimes um, like it's easier sometimes for us to give advice than to take it. It was kind mm. of along those lines. It was almost like, okay, so he's, she's almost giving the advice she needs to hear for herself. Um, mm. And I liked that part of that storyline um but yeah no no that was that was my extra little note that's kind of like when they say when you can teach something is when you fully understand it you know Mm -hmm. like you sometimes teaching somebody else something reinforces it for yourself you know uh yeah that's really good i like that well, okay. Well, let's go into judgments. But before we do that, if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, how could you not? Honestly, how could you not? What well, if you didn't enjoy this? We have one question for you. Do we? Yeah. You don't know? No. I'll ask it. What's wrong with you? <laughs> like. Like, what happened? How? <laughs> Why? <laughs> You're the problem, not us, please. <laughs> you are the Peyton of this <laughs> podcast. No, you're the Lucas of this podcast. You are, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> if you enjoyed it, please help us out. Check us out with a review. You can do it from your phone, someone else's phone. We really appreciate that. It helps other people discover the podcast. You can find all of our extra bonus content, and there is a ton of it at ravenshoops.net. Why, Dom? Because basketballs go through hoops. But, Nicole, they also go through nets. Ravenshoops.net. Merch is available. Hoodies, designs, animation, specific. (laughs) It's available in the show notes. Also, 
Instagram's popping off. We had an interaction with Sophia Bush. She's commenting on our shit. We had <laughs> Paul Johansson's in the DMs every other night. He can't get enough. We're, we're, we're connecting with the people from the show. It's exciting. Will we end up on Drama Queens? That's what the people wanted. Will it ever happen? Probably not. Will we ever give up hope? Definitely not. Never. In fact, this is a this is a war cry. This is what we want. We want all of you to bombard drama queens and yeah. tag us in and say we need to be on an episode of of their show. The or they crossover. Can, or they can come on ours. <laughs> we'll let them come on ours as well. We'll play the game home or away. We're yeah. not scared. <laughs> we'll win either way. <laughs> it's, it's a win on the road or it's a win at home. Either yeah. way, it's a win. Uh, let's talk about these judgments. So, Nicole, firstly, mm-hmm. do you believe that the judgment or the judgments questions are always in the same order? Sure. Honestly, I don't pay that much. I don't pay enough attention, if that makes sense. Like, I think because I've heard it so many times, I haven't actually noticed. And that, that seems to contradict itself. But it's usually <laughs> perform. Wait. Oh, no. I don't know. There's a right and wrong answer here. I know there is. Um, <laughs> I'll just say yes, because I remember you calling Dom out whenever he gets it wrong. So I'm going to assume yes, there's a right, a right order to it. According to Simon, anyway. Yeah. Well, there definitely is. And the first question, Nicole, who is your favourite performer of this episode? Um, just because it seems so patron-centric, I would go with Hillary. She seems to be in most scenes. And, um, yeah, you know, she does sad well. So, Hillary Burton. And Dom? I also picked Hillary Burton. I thought she did sadness incredibly well um and yeah i think she was out the outstanding performer of this episode what about you simon yay (laughs) i love it when he does that um yeah i also picked hillary burton she does very she does very good talking to graves which is a difficult thing to do what why is that funny (laughs) <laughs> she talks to inanimate marble really well. Grieving, Dom. What is wrong with you? No soul. With you. No, no soul. soul. I'm going to get someone to pack their dacks and throw them in your face. Oh, That's gosh. Right. A pair of packed dacks are coming your way. Um, <laughs> no, what, what I mean by that is... is um, She's holding a scene together and it's just her like monologuing really, but it doesn't feel that way. Like she does it. The delivery is really good. So um, I don't like what she's doing in the episode, but she's the performance is really good. Yeah, totally. What about your favorite character of the episode, Nicole? Um, my favorite character is Owen. Um, pray for all the reasons you all said, um, yeah, I really like, I like Owen. He just feels very grounded and like a solid, steady sort of character. 
He just needs a razor for that top lip. <laughs> Dom, favorite character? It, this is the closest I've ever come to picking Mouth. I knew he was going to say that. But I didn't pick Mouth. I also picked Owen. But Owen was, he's he's a bit of quite a good like stand-up guy. And I think he's honest and will hopefully, you know, like I said earlier, like humble Brooke a bit because she's obnoxious and on this put herself on this pedestal and she needs like drop kicking off it so hopefully he'll do that and what about you simon i'm going to go with mouth Ooh. because i liked the i liked all of the ballerina sports stuff M- and showed stuff. himself yeah he showed himself to be you know the mouth that we wanted love united luna p Oh, okay, thank you. Sorry, <laughs> information that the podcast needed to know. She did not pee. She Luna didn't has pee. not peed. Oh gosh. <laughs> Whether she packed her dax or not is is I didn't find out. But Nicole, who is mm-hmm. your favorite background performer? Um, it was a Dominic. bit hard. Sorry, Nicole. It's all right. Sorry, can I um, <laughs> take it again? Second take, sorry. Who was your favourite background performer? Um, it was a little bit hard in this episode because they were like, I was looking at every scene, I'm like, hello, where are the extras? So I thought I'd just pick one of the 300 students that were at the school in that scene with Peyton and Molly. Um, I couldn't really, no one really stood out. They were just looked like generic kids in the 2000s. So I'm just like, yeah, one of them will do. Excellent. Good choice. Dom, get it out. One line or less. <laughs> oh. And... <laughs> Sorry. I didn't I didn't catch on that. You hadn't finished that. I apologize. Don't, a, don't you worry. It's not your he fault. Was, it's all he mine. Was pregnant. He was pregnant with that line though. He had uh, to get yeah. it out. <laughs> Dom. Um, I also went with a child in the background, but I picked a specific one that when the camera is on the girl, Molly. There's a guy with a blue check shirt on who's the only person in view uh, in the background. And he's having a nice, light little chat with someone else. So I picked him as my background performer. I'm concerned that neither of you picked the person that I picked, which makes me feel like maybe they had more than one line. And I just Ooh. didn't clock. I was like wrestling with my son at the time. So I could have... <laughs> He's at a great stage now where I can throw him around and he loves it. So, And I love it. So it's a lot of fun. But sometimes I miss things. Didn't the doctor that was looking at Q's wrist, I thought he only had one line. Oh, I completely blanked that bit. I forgot. I forgot that bit completely happened. He was checking his, not wrist, his hand. Yeah. And he basically just said, um, you know, oh, the, he shouldn't play on it or whatever and then that was it it was like it was one line and i was like oh perfect he's gonna be the guy and then i also thought do high schools have a doctor was he just like a science teacher that knows a bit of first aid like <laughs> he had a polo shirt on with ravens on it so i was like they're team doctor for a high school team well they, they well, in previous ones they've had a physio as well haven't they it's crazy we you know yeah. when um when Brooke was after tablets from him. Mm. 
Yeah, I didn't know if that was a physio or a doctor just because of the tablets part, but maybe he's like a student doctor person. I don't know. He's in med school or something. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how it works. Whatever's but, um, cheapest. <laughs> yeah. I reckon, I reckon that's a go, Simon. I don't remember. Uh, so, yeah, he could have said nothing. So <laughs> why not? We'll take it. We'll take it. Yeah. I never. I mean, the facilities there. I never even showered at school because the showers were like I would just get dressed as quick as possible and get out of the changing rooms. Uh, but the showers were just like open, mm. you know, like as in there was no cubicles. It was just open showers. Like <laughs> that's not happening. Yeah, that's a, that's a future documentary waiting to happen, isn't it? That's not. <laughs> Um. Okay. What about your favorite line, Nicole? Um, I am torn between two, like a funny one and a more poignant. Is that how you say it? One. Um. Mm-hmm. I really liked <laughs> when Skills was like, "Oh, so who's the lucky girl?" <laughs> That made me laugh a bit. Um, when Lucas came in and said, oh, I got engaged last night or whatever. It's like, oh, yeah, he's a lucky girl. I thought that was funny. <laughs> um, but I think I would give it to the first the first chunk of Peyton's voiceover um, when she talks about, like, she took in her letter to Molly about, like, a time in your life where you'll never be more honest in your convictions and motives and things like that. I thought it was, like, a nice pretty much a nice summary of like part of what adolescence is about of course because we're all pretty self-absorbed when we're a teenager <laughs> so it kind mm-hmm. of I mean that in a nice way um it's just ladies yeah, yeah I really I really like the first part of what she said um and about how like you know you're gonna start like your own sort of story rather than living vicariously through me and I thought that was a really good takeaway yeah mm-hmm. nice Dom um i didn't pick a poignant or nice line i i picked jerry saying to mouth um just because of the way he said gone it was perfect it's like <laughs> she's already gone <laughs> how great is that and i was like yes jerry you're in so it was it was jerry for me um <laughs> what about you simon nice uh i like the whole mouth's bit about the ballerina and the sports and that uh, he likes sports because it shows, you know, on, on any day an underdog can win and it shows that there can be greatness inside of anyone. I thought it's nice. And that's kind of what, like, why everyone loves the Olympics when it's on because mm. it, there's those, like, magical stories, isn't it, of uh, determination and triumph and all of those good things. Obviously, <laughs> we never care about music here. But Nicole, who was your favourite song? Um, probably the first one at the start of the episode. Um, it's Give Me Heart by Susie. I think it's pronounced... Uh, Sue? I don't know, it's, it's S-U-H. Sue, maybe? Yeah, sorry. That's what you're probably right. Probably Susie Sue. Nice. Dom? Uh, the only reason I know the name is because I picked exactly the same song. So, yeah, Give Me Heart by Susie Sue, I believe, S-U-H. Mm-hmm. And you, Simon? I actually like the song that Mia was singing, the first one. I mean, it still Why had the... 
Oh, oh yeah, she's thing in it. There's a lot of that, isn't there? Her voice really doesn't match her face. Like you don't expect that voice to come out of that face. Like it's not to say it's like good or bad or wrong or anything. Um, and her clothes just look like they would smell. Like she looks like those clothes. Or at the end of the night, she's thrown them on the floor, like a pile of hoodies on the floor. In the morning, she's just got up and then put them clothes back on. It's it's not What's that. What's that? It smells damp and wet at the same time. Oh, it's Mia Catalano. She's <laughs> borrowing her clothes from Peyton. And they're Peyton's old clothes. Yeah, that's why she, she stinks. She picked up Peyton's yeah. clothes from the floor, right? Yeah. They stink together. Yep. Yeah. They I both stink. Now, <laughs> 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 last but not least is the Precious. Precious. Precious rating, Nicole. Did you have a number in mind before we started this conversation? I did. Did it increase, decrease, or stay the same? It's the same. Dominic. Did you have a number in mind before we started this conversation? Yes. Did it increase, decrease, or stay the motherfucking same? Stayed the same. And same to you. Number. Num. Yep. Stay same. We. Nice. <laughs> and we also have Taylor's number who was on earlier. So we'll take that into consideration. We'll say it together after three. <laughs> One, two, three, five. Six. So that's Taylor was a six also. So that's three sixes. One, five. <laughs> Dom is turtling into his hoodie. <laughs> he's ready. He's about to pack his dax. What? What do you think, Dom? Can we get you to a six? It wasn't the best, was it? It wasn't the best. It was very much like watching a repeat, but in later life. So, can I get you down to a five? Nicole? I need a little bit more than it wasn't the best and it's basically a repeat though because I just see it like I guess because I see like you can see the start of maybe some things like you can see the start of Peyton turning over a new leaf the million mouse the Owen maybe challenging Brooke a little bit um and then yeah don't get me started on Nanny Carey but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the mouth and Millie stuff is enough for it to be a six, I think. Okay, I'll, I'll actually give you that. I think that's fair. Yay. I actually think I think that's very I'm not gonna argue that one. I think that's I think that's fair. I think all the stuff in Annie Carrie, Nathan, Peyton, Haley, Lindsay, it's all been done before in in mm. this fucking show do you know what i mean it's just it, you know you could say it's all been done before in like other shows yes because it, it happens in every fucking show but in this show it's already happened and it's happened a few times and it's just like okay how many times can we keep flogging the same you know dead horse it's just like a, a nightmare but okay i will i'll be willing to to meet you guys at a six for the the improved mouth and millie and owen kind of side of things Excellent. So it's official. Mm -hmm. We will crown this one a six. Six. Nicole, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for waking up early 
for always being so supportive, always coming on, you know, to the watch alongs and everything. Are you sticking around for the watch along? I am. Uh, thanks to Lizzie, rest in peace. We have a public holiday today, so I will be huh. sticking around. <laughs> yeah. There we go. There we go. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, yeah, thank you so much. We appreciate your support. Thank you for coming on, Dom. Always love our conversations. I love the different perspective that you come up with, Nicole, uh, and that you um, take mine on board as well. I think you're, you're one of you that says, "Yeah, I kind of, I kind of think that's that's a good way to look at it," and that that makes me feel better about me. Um, but no, uh, I love talking <laughs> to you. I'm always super impressed and uh, just kind of um, like humbled, I guess, as well for the fact that you get up so early to to come and chat to two plonkers from the uk and about one truth so <laughs> I, I appreciate it so much and yeah you're brilliant so thank you so much thanks guys thank you for having me fun as always and worth getting up for yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah gabby <But> you... <laughs> <laughs> fix up gabby but before we go anywhere we need to hit ravens on free and nicole you know it is your choice he does impressions. He does accents. He can dance. He will do anything you like. What would you like him to do? The Macarena. <laughs> I don't know. It was the first dance that came to mind. Okay. In a Australian accent. Why not? Jesus. I've got to do a dance and an accent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you'll do that, but you'll figure I it out. I, I, I have faith in you. You can do this. Okay. Do it, uh, do it for Gabby. Hi. I'm doing this for, for you. I'm doing this for you, Nicole, not Gabby. <laughs> Gabby has done nothing but disappoint me from the moment we started recording this episode. So we're going to go left arm. E Macarena. Hey. And then we're going to do Ravens on three. Are you ready? Simon, are you ready? Oh, for the bloody Ravens, I'm ready, yeah. I almost <laughs> packed my dax thinking about it. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Oh, yeah. You fucking loon. <laughs> right, here we go. Ravens on three. One. Oh, yeah. yeah. Two. Yeah. And three. Ravens. Yeah. Ravens. <laughs> Excellent.